Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to episode 1.18. Now, before we get started, I need to share with you that unexpectedly on the day that I only have this amount of time to record my podcast, my neighbors are having their house re-roofed. And I was actually running my online workshop today and had to totally switch everything up with my sound because I didn't want the sound of the pounding in my workshop. But I'm not doing that for my podcast. I'm just trusting in they might be done soon and we're just going to go ahead with this. So it might be a little bit clangy and bangy in the background. And once upon a time, that would have given me a tremendous amount of stress But today I am just letting it go and I am here with you recording this podcast actually about finding your energy and that is going to be about your physical energy but I'm just going to dive into my energetic energy and not allow this to throw me off at all. So today we're talking about ways you can boost your energy when you feel like your tank is draining or is empty and we're going to talk about strategies that are going to raise your energy that are simple and accessible but before i dive into the content i'd like to share with you that i have my last workshop of this year coming up i have been running monthly workshops every month for a year and December is going to be my final one. I'm going to take a break in January and in February I'm actually going to come back not with a three-day workshop but with a webinar and I'm going to be switching it up and introducing some new content over the course of 2023. So if you are interested in my Thrive with Cancer workshop, December is your last chance to get into that class and to learn what I have to say about your body and your mind and your spirit. I would love for you to join me. I would love for you to learn more about this piece of the living to thrive with cancer process. So I invite you to get yourself registered for the workshop from Monday, December the 5th to Wednesday, December the 7th. It's one hour each day at 12 p.m. Eastern. And it is just a really great investment in your time so that you can learn strategies to manage your body, mind, and spirit when you have cancer or when you are past cancer and looking to reclaim your life. You can register on my website at www.catherinewhite.coach. I really hope to see you there. So let's get into talking about energy. Fatigue and a lack of energy are a real problem for people who are living with cancer. I remember being so tired some days and it wasn't even like I didn't sleep tired. It was like, oh my God, I'm just tired from the inside out not from like muscle fatigue or brain fatigue, which are both real things, but just this like deep in the body exhausted. 
And the inclination is to go and lie down and rest. But I want to offer that there are things that you can do that can help to re-energize you. And even if it doesn't take away that deep in your core fatigue, maybe it will just energize your spirit, lift you up, bring you some joy. And that in itself can help to fuel the energy in your body and your mind and your spirit. So we know that this is a true, genuine problem for people who are living with cancer. Treatments and surgeries can be so depleting on your body and on your energy. It takes a lot out of you to have a surgery that is really like messing around with your tissues and your cells and your organs and then your body is like what am I even doing here I've got to re-heal you because our bodies want to heal themselves and so all of the energy in our body gets drawn to us on a cellular level to try to heal everything back up again and I think I wonder if maybe that's where that deep in your core fatigue comes from but fatigue also comes from pain and stress and anxiety and it comes from the back and forth to appointments from having blood taken even just from the mental fatigue of living with cancer and trying to sort everything out trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing what am I supposed to be eating who am I right now what does the future look like for me and thinking about the future in itself can be exhausting like there's just so many pieces to cancer that could make you tired and deplete your energy. But there are things that you can do that are going to allow you to bring that energy back or just lift you up a little bit. And I always encourage my clients to do what they can within their means. So, you know, maybe training for a marathon when you're in treatment isn't what your body wants. For some people, they can do that. But maybe your body's looking for something a little bit lower and slower or something a little bit gentler. Maybe you're a swimmer. Maybe you just want to go for a walk. Like really dive into the intuition that your body holds. Listen to the whispers of your body when it tells you what it needs. But what it doesn't need is you sitting still and doing nothing. You need to be moving to help your cells, to help your organs, to help your mental health, and to just plain old feel like you're a little bit normal. A little bit of something can boost your mood and reinvigorate your soul, and sometimes that's half the battle. So I just want to offer to you today some of my favorite ways to get a little bit of energy moving in your body and boost your mood at the same time. So the first thing, and this is one of my personal favorites, is to listen to energetic music. Different types of music have different effects on us, and you can learn which are your best by trial and error. But find something that when you put it on, you feel like, this is a big hell yes. Like, I could get up and dance in my kitchen right now. I could go to a party and dance and dance and dance because this music is lifting me up. Once you find that music that wakes you up, keep it ready like create a playlist for yourself create some way to have access to that music maybe it's downloaded on your phone or maybe you have it set on your desktop of your computer whatever it is but have that music available to you so that when you feel like you want a little more you can put that music on and if you feel like you want a lot more you can get up and dance and move your body because that's also going to help your energy to get flowing Next is sleeping. Now, I know that sleeping doesn't seem like a way to build your energy, but you do need to sleep when you need to. 
Sleep can be such a problem. When you're in treatment and they've got you jacked up on steroids, two o'clock in the morning becomes a regular wakefulness time. I remember being up for hours in the middle of the night and then during the day being exhausted and needing to have a nap. Sleep can be, you know, something that is not available to you when you are going through cancer whether it's medication, steroids, like I mentioned, or stress or pain, these things can keep you from falling asleep. And a regular sleep schedule just might not work out for you. So if this is the case, again, listen to your body, listen to your intuition, and take the naps that your body feels it's called to, it's called to take. Fighting it isn't going to help because you need to rest when you can, and even a little bit of rest is better than none at all. So listen lie down. You might not even sleep. You might just have like a little like a little snooze, like a little nappy on the couch or maybe it's just a physical closing of your eyes and just being still. And if you want to add a little bit more to that, you could try drinking something warm before bed like a chamomile tea or you could relax with a little bit of meditation or white noise. And then when you wake up, maybe you'll feel a little bit refreshed and a little bit better and it will help you to recharge your energy. Then of course, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't talk a little bit about eating healthy foods. Nutritional support is so important during cancer. So I encourage you to try to eat a lot of plants and fruit. These are where the nutrients are. And this is what your body needs because it's being depleted as you're going through treatments and surgeries. It needs you to give it an energetic boost through food. I want you to avoid heavy foods and fatty foods and definitely avoid highly processed foods. They have very little nutrition, they're full of unhealthy fats, and they're going to make you tired. Sugary drinks, candy, pastries, they put way too much sugar into your blood way too quickly and then your body doesn't know what to do with it. It has an insulin response and then you end up having a crash and then you're tired. So these complex carbs and healthy fats and protein take a little bit longer to digest. They're going to satisfy your hunger and they're going to give you a slow, steady stream of energy. And this is something that is like a requirement for my clients when we're working in coaching is that they eat healthy foods and they bring these healthy foods into their daily life so that they can be sustained when they're feeling tired and all done. Next on my list is deep breathing. Several slow, deep breaths can help to flood your body, your blood supply with oxygen, and that can help to wake up your brain. And then that side effect, that side benefit of that deep breathing is that can also help to reduce your stress and anxiety. It can calm your body and it can help you to fall asleep. So look into some just deep breathing practices of inhaling and exhaling. Again, this is something that I work with with my clients because it's really important, not just for your energy to connect with your breath, but also for your thought management. I'm just going to put that out there that if you can slow your brain down by slowing your breath down, you can find a whole lot of ways to manage what's happening in your life. Conversely to all the slowing down is actually moving your body, much like our little dance party that I offered at the beginning of the podcast. Sometimes you just need to get up and move. Sometimes it's just washing the dishes or walking around the house. Even things like that can help to boost your energy because you're moving and engaging. 
And often cancer patients are told that they should be sitting and resting. I remember once I was out for a run and I was in treatment and I wasn't, believe me, I wasn't running very far, but I was so tired of being in my house and on the couch. So I was like, I'm just going to go for a run. Prior to cancer, I was a marathoner. I had done, I think, five marathons and an ultra trail marathon. Um, and so lying around was not my gift. It wasn't something that I liked doing. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to put on my running shoes and it's not going to be pretty, but I am going for a run. And friends of ours happened to drive by and they actually stopped their car and rolled down the window and said, like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm going for a run. They're like, you, you shouldn't be doing that. You need to be at home resting. It's like, I'm tired of resting and my body wants to move. So I just said, you know, thank you very much, appreciate the love, and off I went, and I finished not a very big run. It was probably like like two kilometers or something, but it felt amazing after the fact. And this whole sitting around and sitting and resting, like there's a time and a place for that, but that can be really hard on your mental health. Like I said, I needed to get up and get out of my house because I was tired of looking at the same four walls, and I was tired of being tired. My brain needed a change and my, my soul, my spirit needed a change. There is nothing wrong with gentle movement over the course of the day. It's going to reinvigorate your body and your mind. Now, exercise as a whole, this isn't a quick solution. And people might notice an increase in their energy level when they get regular exercise. So cancer patients that don't have restrictions on movement can actively participate in regular exercise. And I would always advise you to check with your doctor if there are some physical limitations that you have. But just moving in general is going to make a difference. And it can just be things like going for a walk, taking your dog for a walk, doing a little bit of yoga, a little bit of swimming. Maybe, like I said, just doing a little bit of running like I tried to do that time. Maybe it's just doing a little bit of up and down the stairs in your house once or twice a day. Like it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it's going to help you with your energy and it's going to help you move your lymphatic system. It's going to help your cells turn over and regenerate and slough off all the bad stuff. It's going to help your elimination system get rid of any medicine or uh, chemotherapy drugs or things that are building up in your body. It's going to help with your mental health. And that can be half the battle because when you get into a slump, when you start to go downhill and feel like there's nothing you can do, you're not allowed to do anything, everybody's telling you to sit still and be quiet, it can lead to a buildup of anxiety and overwhelm and disconnect, not just from yourself, but from the world. So I invite you to really take a look at this exercise piece and see what your body is capable of, what you're able to do, and just be mindful of any surgeries that you've had or if you have a portacath or a pick line just be careful around them but find a solution that works with where your body is and get outside this is actually more of a mental health piece than it is an energetic piece but a little sunshine and fresh air can give you a little bit of energy it can make you feel uplifted. It can brighten your day. It can bring a smile to your lips. It can raise your oxytocin, your happy hormone, and that's going to help you with your energy. And as an added benefit, there's studies that show that being in nature, being outside, can increase a person's rate of healing. 
There's a study they actually did that people didn't even go outside, but it was where they were placed in the hospital. So they looked at people and their healing, um, their time spent on healing in hospital who had rooms facing a garden view, trees, nature, a park, whatever, versus people who were in a room that faced a brick wall. And they found that people who even just had that view of the outside got out of the hospital faster, several days sooner than the people who were staring at a wall and didn't have that access to looking at nature. So if even just looking at nature can help improve your recovery rate and your healing rate, imagine what actually getting outside can do for you. It's a good change of venue. It's good for your soul. It's good for your mental health. You get to breathe in that oxygen to help you with the breath practice that I was talking about. You're going to have to move your body to get out there. It's just a great idea to connect with your body and your mind and your spirit outside so that you're not always inside staring at the same four walls. And so it might seem a little overwhelming to try to get motivated when you're tired, but a little energy boost can go a long way. It can make the difference in your entire day. And again, I offer just do what you can. Be mindful of any physical limitations that you might have. Take it slow if you're trying something new. But always remember that just because you have cancer doesn't mean you can't do things to support your health, and your happiness. You need to trust yourself that you know what is good for you. Again, do it within the limitations that have been set out for you based on what your personal cancer story is, but explore other things if you do have some limitations. Your health and happiness are so important. And life with cancer is so often painted as this picture of sad, bald, tired-looking people, and that's not who we have to be. This message to sit and rest and be still isn't who we have to be. Our bodies actually need us to be moving. They need us to be maintaining our energy because when your body is trying to heal, it needs energy. There's a time to rest, and that in itself can help you reset your energy, but that doesn't have to be all of the time. So just consider this. Do you want to spend your days sitting and resting, waiting for your health to come back to you? Or do you want to be building your energy, building your joy, supporting your mental health, and living to thrive with cancer? You get to decide. Feeling understood and supported starts now. It starts with one call and an investment in yourself. Although cancer is a personal experience, it doesn't have to be done alone. And what I know from my own experience is that sometimes you need a third party, a neutral person, and a voice of experience to help you sort through all the ins and outs of life with cancer. When you sign up for my Thrive with Cancer coaching program, you develop lifestyle habits to support your health building goals, you become more present in your life right now, you learn how to manage your stress, anxiety, and fear, and you learn my whole health approach to living with cancer. The question is no longer, do you want support? The question is, have you decided to start feeling supported? Support is just one decision away. Schedule your call today and let's talk about how cancer support coaching will give you what you need outside of the medical system so that you can feel not just supported, but understood. You can find me at www.catherinewhite.coach. I would be so happy to get on a call with you to talk about cancer support coaching. 
And friends, if you've enjoyed this episode and feel that the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast could help others, I would love for you to leave a review wherever you are listening. Reviews help to make the podcast more visible to others, and since my hope is to reach and help as many people as possible, your review can make a difference. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful rest of the week. And may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.